You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last night. night. Coming to you from Stand Up New York Labs. Guys We Guys Fucked. Fucked. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Welcome to yet another episode of Guys We Fucked. God, we're whores. We've had so many episodes. You sound exhausted, Christina. <laughs> you know, I was in a subway car and there was no AC. That's how that's how you're and then I journey. had to climb stairs <laughs> and I'm like, I shouldn't be sweating. It's the kind of hot out though where I, <laughs> I feel like a beached someone. whale. Number one, I'm wearing a shirt that is too it was always too small for me. Like I think it's too small. Do you know how it sometimes feels too small? No, it is too small. Like you know how sometimes when in your head you are a size Absolutely. and you're like, I don't have to try this on. Absolutely. I, this is from Disney World. I was with my best friend Paula, who is stick thin. And uh-huh. she, we, she bought an extra small, and I was like, "Oh, I she, I was like, because I don't have." <laughs> she bought an extra small. Too. I don't have big breasts, so I think I'm an extra small. Right. That doesn't mean that I'm not right. like f- fat. <laughs> There's like fat, and there was this whole article about how girls call themselves fat. No, I'm I, when I wear an extra small shirt, I look fat. <laughs> you could see rolls because no, that's what yeah. happens. Yeah, that's what I do when I go to like Forever Twenty One. The times that I shop there, I'm like, <laughs> I'm a fucking small. Yeah. And it's not even like, obviously, the boobs are uh, when it's a shirt that has nothing to do with boobs has to be a specific size. Because then I'm like, I'm not going to buy it. But yeah, I'm anything not. constructed by Chinese children is always, go one it's size It's going to be a little fucked up. We, you know, we got to forgive those fuckers. <laughs> and that because... thread doesn't give. That thread doesn't give at all. <laughs> no, oh especially when they try and jump out the window. No, the, my, that's sucks. my favorite place to go and hate myself. Forever 21? Yeah, I just <gasps> go and I try on everything and I'm just like disgusting, oh. repulsive. Why did you order that pizza? And then when you have have to put your regular clothes back on after you tried on all the clothes you're like i fucking hate I'm wearing a muumuu and then i get so <laughs> depressed and then i'm like i gotta go home and order a pizza <laughs> i deserve this it is like I, this is a this is a really huge issue in my life like i mean i should be like 400 pounds like i'm doing quite well yeah you look great considering how my out a lot how my mind works you know my trainer gave me a long talk yesterday <laughs> about how i'm a fat ass and i need to lose eight pounds <laughs> By August 18th. Oh my God. He, te- he texted me. Good a, a, thing you drink a water. He texted me a plan being like, uh, he goes, I don't know what you're doing. Here are these vomit pills because I got nothing else, dude. I fucking tried so hard. I went to Harvard for fitness and you fucking fat ass fuck. I gotta get, I don't know. And he's really angry about it because he used to be a, like a heavy person and now oh. he's in great shape. Oh, so he's, so he's like, got that bitterness. oh, you can't lose 10 pounds, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you tell me you eat and fast like, food? It's hot out. I need to go take a nap with Pinkerton. <laughs> and a box of pizza. I can't. My room looks disgusting. My room looks he- like Forever 21 threw up. Yeah, it does. It does. The prop closet of a Forever 21 shoot in the 90s, though, which is weird. Was that around in the 90s? I don't know. I like, a- dig through, I like dig through clothes and dog hair and mouse poop to find out <laughs> in the morning. God, Corinne. If you had a video of me waking up in I'm the gonna, morning, it would be scarier than any horror movie you've ever seen. Have you ever seen. called the suicide hotline? 
But no, I, if I would, you know what? Because I'm ballsy. I, I would just do it. When I make that decision, it's just happening. I'm not consulting with anyone. Right. It's just going down. That's how I know I would never really do it because I've called it before. I was like, I'm never going to do this. Why am I asking for your help? It's not a question. I just want pity. <laughs> it's not a question of if. It's a question of how. <laughs> Welcome to Guys, Guys Me Fuzz. The anti-slut shit. Don't slame us. shame us. Don't shame us. I shame myself daily. I don't need your shame too. <laughs> yeah. Right? I can't care about that It's like Lena weight. Dunham said, any negative thing you could possibly say about me, I've already said to myself about myself. So. Oh, God. That's so true. Because Okay, so this past weekend, I was in Montreal for Paula's bachelorette uh, party. How did that go? Great. I'm in love with this city. Uh, that made me feel even worse about myself, though, because, <laughs> okay, number one, it's not like, in a good spot. No, it's like six hours, and you feel like you drove to France. You, right, it's like, very Bonjour. European. It's super European, <laughs> but but they're nice. They're not jackasses. Right. Oh, that's good. But well, Canadians everyone, are nice. uh, well, they're more like French people than Canadians oh, in Montreal, I would say. Oh, okay, but everyone is disgustingly good looking. Really? Like I was walking, or everyone eight feet tall. Oh, damn it! Size two. <laughs> damn it! Dresses to the nines, Fuck. like. I'm not a bad looking person, but compared to them, I wore a blue outfit and I actually thought that I was a beached whale. (laughs) I was Papa Smurf. So (laughs) I was like, you know what? Good thing. Sometimes I'm funny. That's like all. That's, and it's only sometimes. It's not I even all the time, and it's not redeeming. that funny. But it's yeah. just like sometimes. Yeah. I'm Did you get wedding from my back laid right or fucked or anything no, with a vagina and a that, penis? It wasn't that kind of a party at all. I was the only single person. Everyone else was either married, engaged, or in a, a serious relationship. Okay. They're fucking skyping with their boyfriends. I was like, what? Can we, can we get me fucking two wait. days? Wait, wait, wait. Two days. They were away from their boyfriends for two days, and they're skyping. Not that. I mean, I'm making fun and of them. Like, I we guess didn't you even do have whatever. Really it was a it was a hard thing to get wi-fi i was like do we really need to do this right now tanya needs her wi-fi because she needs to skype with trevor bitch i ended up at a dive bar around the corner from the hotel uh called the mad hatter and like you know when you oh, see a place picture. and you're like this is a pile of shit and something great is gonna happen here. Yeah, absolutely i was hit on aggressively by an old native american man who taught me how to play pool very well oh okay. um that native was americans fun. get need a pat on the back <laughs> job no i know that it's like he was like he was like rubbing my back like in a way where if it was anyone else i would have been like please stop touching me but i was like you know what this i'm giving back right now like, it's like you wanted the it. casino yeah sometimes when sometimes if it's a certain kind of person like i kind of let them grope me just because i'm like you need this <laughs> you deserve you deserve you, you deserve this. this titty in your I don't, hand because like, i really actually don't mind when people touch me it's not that i feel uncomfortable it's just like they don't deserve it right but he I deserved it that's why i never show my cleavage yeah it's <laughs> i don't actually different. care like you can pretty much like great put your hand on my vagina i'm like i went i'm like I'm, well i was trained in theater the i don't last care time you're gonna say that you're gonna walk outside well, there's gonna be 12 people you know lined up you know. Uh, we got some really good emails yeah and oh my god people i liked them a lot really going through it uh a lot we've also been getting emails from a lot of straight guys which makes me so happy because they're like just they're just People ask us questions and they're really nice and I don't know. Yeah, and I'd rather have you get your information from us than old episodes of Sex in the City because that's not accurate. Yeah. I was rewatching that and I was like, none of this is accurate. Yeah, yeah, because it's all like, as long as our men are happy. Mm. Uh, I'm just going to read one real quick. Uh, good day, ladies. Sorry for the use uh Use use of that term in front of the word room in the quest to determine direction. Should I be 
that well. That, that whole part confused. I like understood, I don't but get I was it either. like, I, like I knew what he was trying to say, yeah. but whatever. So the question is that I found, uh, I found that when I overheard my girlfriend talk about her past sexual experiences with other men, I became super turned on. Of course, I'm a guy and it's sex talk, so duh. But this felt like something a little more intimate and fetishy. But who knows? My question is, since you both obviously think about sex with exes like all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Uh, do you think speaking about sex with exes with my girlfriend would make her all confused to see me turned on while she talked about sex with not me? Uh, not at all. I think that we both have that kind of fetish, right, Corinne? Yeah. You and I both kind of really like when yeah. I like imagining or picturing my boyfriend fucking other women. Not all the time. This but is it is stuff. Specific though, because this is sex with exes. I would. I don't really, really. Right. I don't want to hear about that. I want to hear about sex with someone that you haven't had sex with that we both mutually know. Right. Because anytime Stephen has talked about sex with his ex girlfriend, we had his ex girlfriend on like I don't know three episodes. Ago. Right. That was fine. And like there was one time we were out at the table, table, and she and Lindsay was there, and he was like, "Remember when I was going down on you and I dislocated my shoulder?" And I was like, "Ha ha! I don't care about that anymore. I'm in the yeah. picture. Me." So that pissed me off. But if you, I think if you do fetish that, if that does turn you on, specifically with an ex, then just tell her to keep talking. Yeah. I don't think, if I was the girl, I wouldn't be weirded out because I would associate that with, like, I like thinking of my spouse or boyfriend or whatever talking, like, fucking other people. I guess an ex is a little digging a little bit. It deeper. depends. For me, there's usually one ex that I am super jealous of, but only me one. Too. <laughs> in every situation, there's always that one ex that you yep, that you're like, like you've uh, convinced yourself they're still in love with that person, even though they're not. I mean sometimes I'm I'm usually I'm usually still in love with the the other boyfriend. <laughs> I'm usually still in love with <laughs> Who is a mysterious man clearing his throat? I have no idea. Anyway. I'm usually still in love with the previous boyfriend like six months into the new relationship. Usually. Re yeah. Yeah. Uh, it depends. That, mm, I guess. Unless I like totally dump the guy. If I, I usually have so much space in between my relationships that yeah. I like have time to like fuck other people and get over it. Yeah, I, 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 like. I, 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 well, I, I go on the fuck fest and then I get sad. I've never been, I've never been turned on by a boyfriend talking about it. Yeah, I've never been turned on by a boyfriend talking about an ex. No, I don't want to know that. I actually get like Ugh. jealous. I just, I just, I'm like Ugh. straight up get jealous and it makes me pissed off that I'm jealous. I like to learn. hear things they did just so I know what we're working with. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Like what I'm up against, but you know, like don't watch your porn. <laughs> you think of it, you think of it so like, I don't think about I'm it. competitive. Well, I don't think about it competitively. I just want to know where we're starting out and how, and, and all right if that's I, the problem with my brain like you know how sometimes i don't know i'm one of those people who my brain is not nice to me uh -huh. and it make it thinks thoughts that i don't want to be thinking yeah i.e like uh like is steven talking about his ex like oh well he wants to be with her he just what and it's just like that's where that competitive nature yeah, comes I don't from have i those think thoughts really how do but, you i don't want i want to shut them down uh, i mean i think it just takes time and, and working on it but the, a side note on this i realize that i think i have like four my four major ex-boyfriends i think about all of them like just in passing not and i'll obsess over them pretty much once a day every day is that crazy just like they've run through my mind. Not like, oh my, I don't think, not right. in depth, just... Four major ones or you were with them for a while? Yeah, and I just, I don't know. But they just like, I think about them. Once, I mean, I don't, know, I don't think just so. Just crossed my mind. I don't think, there, I think, I'm like, do I do I think that? But when I'm single, yeah, I do. I'm just, just think of them. Just not in a, not even yeah, necessarily in a sexual way. Through. Hey, what's I up? I don't think that's weird. I don't think that's weird at all. All right. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> so you're cured. It's fine. Yay, I'm ready. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, 
Oh, okay. So this one, this person seemed like they really needed our help. So <laughs> yeah, I'll hear. Yeah. Um, hey, ladies, I'm praying to the almighty sex gods for your help. So met a guy on Tinder, 25 Asian, uh, hooked up and we've been talking. The thing is, this guy seems to be a bit shy when talking to a girl. Let me point out that the sex we had the night we first met was the best sex I've ever had. Nice. Better than any porn scene I've watched. I've watched a lot of porn. Shout out to Brazzers. Is that try- a porn site? I have no idea. I gotta watch that. We'll ask our guest because he's our shaking his head. Our guest is nodding his head. Try uh, spell for a while. Also, this is... <laughs> is my first quote unquote fuck buddy only done serious Ooh. relationships in the past which ended badly I just want to fuck no uh, emotions por favor so reason for the rush last weekend <laughs> the sex wasn't as great and this dude seemed annoyed the next day well he's Asian uh, he was more than a little drunk and kind of just passed out preferably uh, I'd like his p- uh, penis inside of me each night but that may be too much for this guy <laughs> each and every night I would like your dick inside of my pussy <laughs> first time he came was after five seconds of being inside me but made up for it by making me come four times after that that's a good that's a good guy uh he is an interesting guy and we can hold a conversation for a while not necessary without uh tearing our clothes off he's a fuck buddy you don't need to talk uh i'm extremely attracted to him awesome bod awesome guy i'm about 80 percent sure he's on the same quote nothing serious thing i'm all about but it seems he's not as sexually interested as he used to be my question how can i keep this guy from my honestly never-ending need to fuck uh or keep him for sorry uh apologies if this sounds odd but i need to get off at least once a day and a vibrator is not the same as a medium strong size penis <laughs> so specific and i totally so agree specific. with you um is there something i can say or bring up to see if he's still interested without scaring him off i'm actually really hoping that we hook up this weekend but since none of us has have texted uh not sure how to pros seed would love some invite oh there was pics attached but i was reading this oh, on the train i saw and the i pics. couldn't download they're sexy them. okay so was it of the guy and the girl no it's just the girl it was two of them one she was like she she was topless but she had her hand covering her boob but it was like we hit the it was hottest like, photos i know but we're it was so like lucky. the view that we would have of her if we were going down on her kind of fabulous it was a great photo can't we very beautiful um <laughs> Yeah, all of our fans or listeners are like no, super hot. It's like it's really I exciting. totally get it. It's and this is seems judgmental, but it's very fun to have like hot, super fans. hot, <laughs> sexy women fans. Yeah, I like it. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good, and it makes me feel beautiful, and it makes me also. I also really appreciate when we have really awesome straight guy listeners yeah. who like the podcast. That also makes me like thank you. That like, renews my faith in humanity. It, me a little too. Bit. Me too. Because mm-hmm. we had a we had a commenter on two episodes ago that uh, had some really interesting things. Allie from Cali. She had like this really low cut like profile picture with her tits hanging out. I'm like, oh, she's cute. And then I read what she said. I was like, dude, it's just sex. If we want to talk about it, we're going to talk about it. And also stop listening. Allie, stay in Cali. Um, So (laughs) good one. Thank you. That's really good. Um, But oh, that's just I just I can't even think about her. Do you want to read one more since you're better reading out loud? Well, I mean, are we going to give advice? That's true. That's true. (laughs) It was so urgent. And we're like, yeah, let's just talk about it. Fuck it. What a cunt Allie from Cali is. Yeah. How do you I would just I would say like, hey, is something going on? You seem like a little like disinterested. But just so you know, like. I'm told you're like a really fun fuck buddy and I enjoy fucking let's keep fucking right maybe try to be like a little friendly and cute about it but very kind of just direct just have a sense of humor about it if some fucking dude woke up the day after I fucked him and he was annoyed I'd be like bye-bye yeah I mean the annoyed thing annoyed why is he annoyed well what I would have been like 
the fuck your problem is? Yeah, I would have asked him right there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, and he, don't you hate when it the, gets really good sex, really good sex, but you don't really like the person. And I know you don't really like most people. Well, I mean, you like them as people, but you're not yeah. romantically interested, to, right. interested in them. Right. But like, when you, they kind of suck as a person, but they're so good in bed. That's Ugh. fine. That's what the, you know, I, I do f- prefer a fuck buddy that I can hang, have a you glass of OJ tolerate. with in the morning. Uh, but it's not, it's not necessary. No. But it's nice to like stay, stay How a close while. their apartment is is more important than if That's they're a very, good person. Because you don't want it to be long distance. <laughs> like, you know, Queens, Come on, Queens I, I, Harlem. My Mm-mm. time is precious. Uh, but for this, I think, uh, okay, number one, you need to fuck a lot. I think anyone, should, especially if they're a fuck buddy, should be fine with that. Every day is going to be too much. You can't fuck your fuck buddy every day. That's not a fuck buddy anymore. That's some that weird like your sex slave. <laughs> you I gotta guess. have. You gotta have. You have to take on a couple fuck buddies and you rotate them. Everybody I was gonna knows, say. Everybody knows this. You met him on Tinder. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of great dudes on Tinder too. Like other ones aside from him. Yeah. So yeah. Well, great fucks. Good. I don't know about great dudes. I mean, I don't know. I've never done. Is Tinder strictly for fucking? Well, I mean, it's based completely off swiping right or swiping left right. based on so looks. So track. I, I don't think there's a lot of depth right? there. Okay, good. Unless you feel like you can like connect with someone's but eyes. But meaning like, if I wouldn't go on Tinder. If I wanted to like meet somebody for like a boyfriend, I, Tinder would not be what I go on. Right? I mean, I think if you, you could possibly luck out, but no, if you were actually serious, I would never Probably recommend not. Tinder. Okay, so it's no. just the physical element. Yeah, so. Go for more guys. Go for more guys. Yeah, and also. Set him free and see if he comes back. If you want to keep on a fuck, he might feel like suffocated, like he, and he might be scared that you want a relationship which you know everyone's greatest fear a lot of guys are like whoa whoa not trying to get serious i'm like neither am i well i mean i do that too but uh that's just me i mean we did danny did call me a man last week basically (laughs) which is so sweet (laughs) (laughs) all right that was fun that was great i want to bring on our guest yeah he's sitting here he looks so we haven't fucked but ladies no. and gentlemen. But didn't he ask to be on the podcast? Yeah, he tweeted yeah. at me. I was like, oh my God, I'm so, there was like a moment in time where he was following me and I wasn't following him on Twitter and I felt like a fucking badass. Did you guys uh, know each other? We've met, if, no, no. I've really. seen you perform, but I don't think we've ever met before today. I've, I, no. I've seen you at shows. Yeah, I've seen you. When you lived in New York. Yeah, perform a couple times. Jonah Rosa, everybody. He's Hi. here. Yeah. Hi. Hi. I clapped going? into the microphone. How you is? <laughs> um, do you uh, think I'm not enthused to be here? Well, with Could that, you see him any more time? Jesus Christ, get excited. <laughs> well, I figured that was a long intro, girls. That was a long. That's, that was actually a short one for you. Normally, the part, we make the people sit in the green room. I would have. I would. That would have been way better. Well, no I would have way rather have sat if, in the other listen, room. If I Sorry, was, our presence just scarred no, you. No, I don't mean it like that. I just mean like it, then I wouldn't have felt bad for looking at my phone. But I was like, they're doing their thing. Oh, like there's care. nothing. Listen, if I had gotten gonna, here before Christine, I would have kicked you out. But you were already here, sitting in my I'm chair. Nice. So I was like, we're talking about LA. I would have sat in the other room gladly. So. It didn't look like I was not giving a shit. It's I just, don't even care. We don't really care. T- I figured you wanted to be on it if you asked. So. Yeah. I did ask to be on Let's it. Let's talk about dicks. <laughs> How's Is your that, dick? What's your dick like? Regular. Yeah. What's yeah. regular? What's how, many re- yeah. how many like, inches is regular? Uh, seven, six. No, seven's a little Twelve? Six? I don't know. Yes. Uh, maybe six, seven. Have you measured it, right? Wait, is it iPhone six inches I long? measured it a long no, time ago, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm cool with that. I don't remember, though. <laughs> How old are you? 36. Oh, okay. How many women have you slept with? Uh, Do you count? Do you keep a count? Or are you just like, no, 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 just fuck them. I don't have a count. You don't I, write down names? But guys enough. don't usually, right? Guys don't really keep track, I, I feel have like. a list of just names. I've, I've had enough, I, let's put it this way, I've, I've had enough sex that um, 
when a woman asks me asks me blah, blah, asks me that question. Nervous or you nervous? Uh, it make me it does make me well not you. But Thanks. like a girl I would fuck. A girl that I actually would sleep. No, I'm kidding. Wow. No, I'm wow. totally kidding. It's, I'm we, totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. Okay, that's fine. No, it's fine. Uh, I, don't, no. I don't even care. No, it's fine. I don't even care. No, I just mean like I'm not dating you. So like, like, but if you and I were dating, uh, which I could picture, you seem like a lot of fun. Thank you. you I'm know, a lot of fun. You're I'm taken. Very, I'm I get A it. lot of fun. I'm being appropriate. That's right. <laughs> you should have heard our last episode. <laughs> but my point is, yeah, if, if we were dating and you asked me that, it's an, I've definitely slept with enough women that I feel a little... Nervous about discussing it with a girl, but at the really? same time, I don't feel like a disgusting animal either. It's yeah. like one thirty-six, you know. I've been having sex for a long enough time that it adds up after a while, and I've yeah. never been a commitment kind of guy. So, mm. oh, okay, so you really you're not a relation. You don't have. I'm not anti. I just don't. Uh, I just it just hasn't worked out. But I've had some girlfriends. You know? Are you difficult? You seem like you're difficult. Uh, I mean, you're a comedian, so right off the bat, that. Give sets off an alarm. What makes you think I'm difficult? You just you give me a difficult vibe. <laughs> I just sense it. I, I'm good at these things. Why? I'm difficult too. So it takes takes one I to know one. It from you too. Yeah, you seem like a fucking handful. But why? But what? I don't know. You're like groaning, getting iced coffees and stuff. I don't know. Sitting back in the chair, just your vibe. I don't know. You just you're so it's not off putting. What, what do you, you want me to be like up on my tippy toes right now? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's just what I. It's I just sense it. I've, I, I get I, it. The I only get thing it. I've done yeah. more than had have sex with girls is podcasts. So, right. You know, like, really. This is uncomfortable right now. I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're comfortable. I'm out of my excited phase. That's I'm just whole, happy to be here. That's, that's the all. whole point of the podcast to make people feel comfortable. Um, yeah. No. I mean, look. I'm. I, I, some people would say it's difficult. I think I'm particular. <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> what, what do that's you, a good thing to say in an interview if you're difficult. Yeah. <laughs> well, what is your biggest flaw? I uh, think, I'm very particular. I think people attention are, to detail. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get down into it. If you want to get down into oh, it. Oh, yeah. Would you want to get uh, in it and out it and around it. You know, to speak candidly, I think that most people in relationships uh, are very entitled. They think they deserve a relationship. Uh-huh. Uh, I think they're lazy uh-huh. uh, and selfish. And I think that they're with people just to fill a space because it's good enough. I think they at- approach their relationships the way most people approach their careers. This is good enough. I'm too scared to really apply myself. Right. So here I am now doing this thing that it's fine. It works. And every fucking married guy, not every married guy, I know some very happily married people, but I've met a lot of married people in my life uh, that refer to their marriage the way they refer to their jobs. They're always, it's, you know, it's, it's good, man. It's work. You know, it's, sometimes I wish there was a little more free time. It's like, dude, why would you? So depressing. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. So I think that's so. I know. I obviously I know I'm difficult in certain ways. I'm a person, uh, and I'm an opinionated person, and I have a bit of an alpha personality. But um, I'm also very sensitive in a lot of ways. So I think I'm. I would say I fare more towards particular. Like I don't settle. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I don't see that's us good. moving towards something that's going to last a very long time, I'm out. Right. No, I don't waste any time. I agree with I everything you people... just said about the relationship. I mean, I'm I'm pretty anti-relationship at this point, uh, but I really agree with you. I think people oh, are very scared. Yeah, and they just like, uh, like I don't know. I just know guys who just like, they break up with their girlfriend and they're like, uh, what's the next thing that's going to help me? You yeah, know, and they, it's they just like anyone on will fucking do. Yeah. You yeah. know, I've been dumped by guys that we were been seeing each other. We're never in like a, a an actual relationship. Two guys in particular. Uh, one was on the podcast, Adam, and they they called it off in those 
particular instances. And I remember getting really sad. And then I remember going, why the fuck am I sad? We weren't compatible. Right. Like, what We didn't even make sense. I was just sad because I felt like exactly I was doing that. I felt like I needed like a, a guy there to like cuddle with. And they were just, they just, we got and along well. Just, and now they're both engaged to women who make way more sense. Yeah. To, as a pair. Well, right. it also just feels like a failure. Yeah, exactly. Getting dumped, it feels like lose. you, you failed. Yeah. And oh, that yeah. was, like, that was a, a hard, that's a hard pill for me to swallow. Anytime I'm done, I mean, I'm sorry, the one time I was dumped. Um, it, I only got that one. It, and it was, no, and it was the worst dumping of all time. So I, was, <laughs> I really, it's, I made up for it. But yeah, no, it just feels like you, you, you got fired, you failed. You weren't good enough you for me to be around You good enough. You. You're not the, you're not the dream boat you thought you were. Like, it fucking sucks. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, yeah, especially if, if you wanted to do it. And then it gets done to you first. That's a very hard oh, thing to that, deal with. Yeah. Uh, or if, what if you thought that you were things were going really well and well, they yeah. weren't? Well, I think that's the um, that's the more you know like stereotypical idea of dumped. Like right. I thought it was going great, and now I'm dumped. Ugh. Yeah, uh, and it hurts. But like you know, I really find the other one interesting because it's like if you quit your job and they're just like, yeah, okay, cool, and you're like. Wait, well, wait, wait cool. what? Yeah. Was I not, did, did I not do a good job? You know, mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden it's in your head. You know, mm -hmm. um, but I'm always in that position. Like I get rid of the. That's a terrible way to put it. But I, I get rid of the woman because <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Can't go to the car. Throw her in a garbage can after I hit her. I'll break <laughs> and, up. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll break up with somebody or or distance myself from them, and th th there doesn't seem to be a lot of pain on their end and I'm like oh. okay I guess right. they weren't really feeling this either <laughs> but uh, like yeah. uh, say first. now I can relax <laughs> have you ever had a painful heartache ending to relationship have you ever been heartbroken where I've job? been dumped yeah or just yeah yeah because I mean ending a relationship uh, even if it's like yeah I'm not feeling it it's not like a happy joy joy experience yeah well no, no I've never I don't can't remember a time when I've ever been dumped and was like but I thought everything was great. Um, I had my rejection came in the form of just honest, you know, uh, uh, boiled down rejection uh, for many years from, you know, the time I became interested in girls at, you know, 11 or 12 uh, up until I was 24 and doing comedy. Like I did not have a lot of luck. <laughs> Sorry. Whoops. I did not have a lot of luck with women. Mm -hmm. uh, and comedy is what made me. Smart. You know, you know, well, well, yeah, I got confidence and, and then I had a way to sort of make them interested in me uh, without having to talk to them first. You know what I mean? That's true. So everything changed with comedy. And since that time, no, it's been a lot more, you know, unfortunately, the 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 uh, at least in the initial years, the pool of opportunities that comedy provided um, prevented me from being very committal. Because I was always like trying, right. you know, On you're making road, up for. You're, I mean, well, also your your schedule, first of all, is well, awful for a normal. You're like a rock star, you know. You're, you know it's not no, that far. No, but it's this. No, 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 <laughs> not you. No, no, no. I, I mean it in that in that the same way girls want to fuck someone. Is their mouse? What's happening? <laughs> No, I was just you looking at the piano. You scared me. Uh, no, uh, so no, in the same way that a girl wants to fuck someone because they're like singing on stage, like that, there's a power in being a comedian. You have you have the control. You're saying you're it's saying ballsy. smart things. You're yeah, you have confidence. Like that's sexy. Girls like that. Also, it's a good time to be a comedian. Like comedy's very hot. Yeah, I agree. People like that. Yeah, it's annoyingly hot. But that's another podcast. Yeah, there's ladies. a lot of people in it. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's. Um, it's like that. Well, there's that Dr. Dre song. Um, 
uh, on the Chronic 2001 where he's like, I just want to fuck bad bitches for all the nights I never had bitches. Like, when I remember like when I started doing comedy, like that line resonated with me so much, and I was like, Yes, I know how you feel, Doctor Dre. <laughs> <laughs> That's how people. I feel. I want to have sex with like all these girls to make up for lost times. Uh, but after that period, and that period went away. Fifteen to twenty-four. You were in that period. No, 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 the comedy period? No, 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 before comedy where you didn't get girls, so you had to make up for that time. It was like 12 up through Through about about 24. 24. Uh, Did you have sex or anything? When did you lose I didn't lose my virginity until I was 21. Okay. Uh, I was pretty old. So um, uh, it was, I had one heartbreak in college. This is the only one I can think of that's traditionally like a dumping that hurt me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was a, it wasn't even a dumping. It was a girl I was seeing. We, I really liked her. I was crazy about her. And she said, let's have an open relationship. Uh, And I said, okay. And she said, here are the rules though. We always come home to each other. Like if you're at a party and you make out with a girl or you go away and hook up with somebody, then that's fine. But we always come home to each other at the end of the night. And I was like, okay, that's great. Yeah. I can totally deal with that. And uh, and I also didn't have a lot of prospects at the time, so I didn't think mm-hmm. it would be sure. that hard. Sure, yeah, whatever it takes. Yeah, so, um, and I, and, and that's what we did forever. And then one night we went to separate parties and she was going to come to my apartment to sleep over. She lived next door to me. And she was going to come over and sleep over after the party that she was at. And 12 o'clock became one, became two, became three, became four. And then next thing you know, it's 8 a.m. And I'm waking up with like a stomach ache. Like where is... Oh, wait. I do have one other really great dumping story. Well, wait. Go continue with that. She didn't show up. I just remembered the other one. The other one beats this one. Uh, She didn't show up. I wake up at 8 a.m. with like a stomach ache literally like worried yeah where is she she made the rules she should be here yeah surely and i went to her oh and by the way the night started with her and i at a party together at her apartment okay that's what it was and i had taken acid and i was tripping Ooh, that sounds fun. yeah and we were on the roof smart, smart oh very kids. oh yeah i can fly sure smart kids uh and she was laying she was laying on a part of the roof next to a guy talking. They weren't laying like cuddling. It was just college. You know, college girls do shit like that. Yeah. They're just, just like laying on a roof drinking. To... Mm-hmm. And I went over and I was like, so like whatever, man. Then I'm just going to like take off, you know? And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, no, no, no. It's cool. Like <laughs> just like fucking hang out with your new boyfriend over oh, here. You know what God. I mean? Like I kind of flipped out a little bit and she was like, you're being crazy. You're on acid. Yeah. Stop. And I was like, shit, I'm, fuck, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And I left. And then the next morning, 8 a.m., I wake up, stomach ache. I go to her apartment. I knock on the door. She comes to the door. I'm like, are you okay? Like, what happened to you last night? She slips out of her front door into the hallway. Classic movie scene. (laughs) Yeah, without opening the door and shuts Mm. it. Because her bed was in the living room, which was like, the door like fell into the front door fell into the living room and um i was like is everything okay da, 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 da. and then like later i found out of course she had the guy that she was laying next to on the roof uh-huh. in her bedroom 
So it was like a, it was, it was. You should be like, I fucking told you, bitch. You yeah. were yelling at me on the roof. I, yeah, I, I think I did give her one of those speeches. <laughs> you had to at least, one I told you so. Come not on. A, yeah, you seem not, like a speech type. I'm a very big speech <laughs> Yeah, I could say, uh, I bet you've given some real, <laughs> some real good speeches. You have, you have no a very idea. good voice. Abraham I love the way Lincoln-esque. You thank you. Your, the, your voice is just good. You have oh, a thanks. great uh, voice. Like it's a little dorky, but also like sexy and confident. Yeah. Because you, you don't you. have like, a list but you have like a something there's a there's like there's, a thickness what? there's a thick <laughs> yeah but it's hollow and it's like a gulpy i don't know i don't fucking know women, but it's fucking uh, interesting i've been told by many women they enjoy phone sex with me okay okay do you do, do you phone sex a lot sometimes yeah what yeah. do you say Filthy i feel like i've shit. never phone sex horrific stuff Horri- what's the most horrific thing you've ever said during phone sex just like can you say it in the voice that you would say it in? No, yeah. I'm not going to. No. <laughs> oh, Joe, I'm taking off my pants. You I'm just taking off like... my pants, Joe. Oh, God. I, you... yeah, I can exactly. only imagine you having phone sex. I you would fucking do character do voices. I would be so irritated. It would be the biggest turn off <laughs> ever. I've had girls try to be funny in the middle of it, and I'm like, No, it's the one time it. you don't be funny. See you later. I just yeah. feel like an asshole during phone sex. Why? Because I'm like, trying to be sexy and i'm like eh, do you have a mm. mouth in bed yeah i do see then that that's all i do is i just take the bedroom stuff and just say it on the phone yeah but it's like i need a dick in me you know to have that filthy mouth <laughs> i feel like i need to, you have to dildo. set the mood for yourself in the room turn the lights down yeah. low you want to get like a little aroused before you start you want to you don't want to just like put a piece of domino's pizza on a plate and then be like <laughs> oh, oh, let me uh, put this down real this. quick i gotta fuck on the doing phone this. <laughs> you know close the doors you know set the mood that's true maybe that's not what i maybe i shouldn't go from like watching rocco's modern life to like oh he's calling shit yeah no i'm gonna suck your dick you need real good foreplay with yourself almost yeah you're there that's true Oh, do you do that foreplay with yourself before phone sex? I mean, that makes a lot of sense. What? Do you, what how do you mean? Just jerk it a little, Set a little mood, tug, get yourself a tug, little tug. into it. Uh, a little I, tugboat. Uh, usually, the phone sex. I don't know. You know, it usually starts like kind of. It, you know, it starts kind of with the "What are you it. doing?" text. Right, all it starts with a text. Exactly. Or some mm. girls have in the past have sent me. You know, they'll send me like a picture, like right. out of the blue. You're you know, like, hey, very titties. provocative picture, and I'm like, whoa. And then, you know, and then I, I'm like, all right. And you start kind of that's a cue. masturbating, and <laughs> right. you start texting. And but yeah, right. yeah, I just say stuff that I would say in the bedroom. But you know, it's just filthy shit. You know, just, yeah. Um, but but the uh, the other dumb the breakup thing story, yeah, comes to us courtesy of Nikki Glazer. <gasps> I have such a crush on her. I love Nikki. She's one of my best friends in the world. Uh, and Nikki and I dated Did briefly. Date? Oh, I didn't know that. We made a web. I made I a web you had series. Sex, but I guess they dated. <laughs> <laughs> I made a web series uh, about. Um, it was called "We Should Break Up," and Nikki co-starred in it with me. Um, and it was about a couple in a relationship that kept having these like bad events happening, and they were always fighting. And they, we should break up. There you go. Um, and we did an episode about this. We because I they were all based on true events. Some of the things in the web series had happened between Nikki and I. Most of them didn't. Most of them were based on things that had happened between me and other girls. Um, but this one <laughs> was turned into an episode. Uh, she uh, went away. We went away. We, we both lived in New York at the time, and I went home. We both went home for Thanksgiving. And um, I remember talking to her on Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, and we were talking about something, and... 
we two days before that we were in a McDonald's and Sweet. I said and she was like I just think you're more into this than I am and I don't think I think you would like to have a relationship and I don't think I want that and blah 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 and I said all right well then let's just stop mm-hmm. let's just stop stop fucking like basically or stop like hanging out or? whatever we're doing whatever label you want to put on it I was like I want to stop and uh, I was like because I know that I want you to be my girlfriend eventually mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> add that in there well because I didn't <laughs> want to like f- creep out you want yeah I didn't want her yeah. to feel like I was saying like I want you to be my girlfriend now because right. that's if, if she had wanted to I probably would have right right but I said I just, just let's just stop and uh, she said, no, 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 when it, if you're saying it's something you want to work towards slowly, I'm fine with that. I just feel like you want it right now. And I'm like, no, we don't have to do it right now. I just want you in my life. And, and she was like, oh, all right, Joe, please, come on, don't dump me. Like, and like, it was like kind of this cute moment. And I feel like, wow, we just <laughs> had a breakthrough. And then, uh, so two nights later, I'm at my mom's and she's at her mom's and we're talking on the phone and she like snapped at me about something. I can't remember what it was. And I was like, that's the way you snap at somebody when you're tired of them. I remember oh. thinking that. I was like, all right, whatever. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'll wish you a happy Thanksgiving. So I call her on Thanksgiving and uh, I never heard back from her. Oh. And I was like. Who doesn't call back the person they're dating Yeah, when they call and wish you a happy Thanksgiving? And we've talked about this on her podcast, by the way. Like, uh-huh. this isn't, like, private or anything. And, uh, <laughs> Darn it. Not anymore. It's not exclusive. <laughs> yeah, it's not like we've talked about this. So, um, and we're dear, dear friends now. But uh, she, so she didn't call me back. And once again, was awake all night with, like, worry. I stayed up so late worrying about her because I thought something might have happened to her mm-hmm. that... I remember I was checking her Twitter periodically to see if she (laughs) was tweeting because to see if she was alive. I didn't know what was happening. And then I was awake so late with anxiety about it that I went to the Black Friday sales at Macy's that started at 5 a.m. Might as well. I'm up. I was just like, all right. Did you get her all these gifts? (laughs) I got nothing (laughs) Uh, for anybody. And and I came home and then at 12 p.m. on Black Friday, she called me. And uh, she was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, is everything okay? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and like totally really care. played it off. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I hung up. And I was like, fuck this. This is one of my speeches. Uh-huh. And I called her back. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm not okay with this. Like, I, who does that? I called you yesterday. And, uh, and then she dumped me. <laughs> oh, so she, it's obvious that, but so, but your, the interest levels were different. You were more, were and she. So I remember saying to her, and this is my favorite part in the uh, web episode that we did. I go, I tried to break up with you a week ago, and you begged me not to. <laughs> Why are you doing this yeah. to me? And she just went, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. We that was the end of that, and I was fucking. Devastated. Aww. I was she's a great girl. I, she's wonderful. Uh, and it wasn't, in, look, in hindsight. How do you be it, friends with somebody after you feel uh, that way for them? By not talking to them for three years. I, we oh, didn't speak okay. for three years. I was going to say, I feel like it would take a long time we for me to not. We didn't speak for three years. I was very angry at her for a long time. And she knew it. She'd said to me recently, because I got into like a an argument with a girl who was my friend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? She's fucking pissing me off. She's just, you know? Mm-hmm. And Nikki was like, just ignore her if you want to really piss her off. <laughs> and she's like, I knew the whole time you didn't talk to me that you still liked me because, because and you were hurt because you, I knew you were angry. 
And she's like, so don't act angry with this girl. Um, which was great advice. Um, but yeah, when, when a guy kind of pulls away, even if I, I don't really know where I'm at with them, like, do I like you? Can I see this going anywhere? I don't really know, so I want to keep going and see. And he pulls away. I'm like, wait, hold on. One second. Wait, come back. Pulling away is the master move. It always oh works. Oh, my God. With a, even yeah. if I don't really like you, I'm like, but wait, you were just obsessed with me. What happened yeah. to that? What happened yeah. to the Corinne show? When I first met my my boyfriend, Steven, uh, the second or third time we ever hung out, we were going in a cab back to my apartment. We had never had made out or had sex, never touched anything, but we really liked each other. And I looked at him and I was like, I don't think we should have sex yet. And he goes, yeah, me either. I'm like, wait, what do you mean we shouldn't have sex yet? We're having sex. <laughs> and like, it's just like, what yeah. the fuck? Am I like, sure, it, yeah. I want to be in control of the situation and I kind of want to sure. dictate it a little bit. So the second that ball's in somebody else's court, I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait. you know, and like, it makes me <laughs> fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's tough not being in control. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's, I don't know, man. It's, uh, that was, uh, whoo. That was a rough one. <laughs> you uh, seem like you're like reliving it. Or you're right. I know. I feel I'm just bad. really hot in here. It's yeah, very hot. it's hot um, in her. Well, but uh, I remember I called my friend up and I go, <laughs> I told him the story and I go, I'm going to a bar right now and I'm getting wasted. Oh. And I was like, so if you want to join me, I'll be there. And he goes, he goes, she dumped you today. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, Jesus Christ, do you know what that means? And I was like, what? And he goes, she wanted to dump you all day yesterday and she couldn't because oh, it was a holiday. Oh God! <laughs> He's like, she actually had to wait to. She dump waited. You. That's like, why she didn't I call know, you back. You're right. This is the worst. Oh. Um, but we're we're very good friends now, and and I was not. I don't mean in any way to paint a picture that I was this little lamb led to the slaughter. You know, we didn't think I that. Had, yeah, I had my hang-ups too. I'm a, I'm a. <laughs> What's your hang? What are your hang-ups? What are your, what are your thing? Why are you difficult? I actually, uh, you know, while we talk about Nikki, actually, I have, I've, I called her, I think maybe about six months ago, and man, it was longer than that. It was probably about a year ago. And I said, I want to say I'm sorry again for the way I acted when we dated, because I felt like I showed you the worst side of myself. On more than one occasion, and I feel really bad about it um, because really? I get the worst side of yourself. What'd you do? I get really. I'm, I know that feeling. That, I'm a, me and the relationship is always the worst me. Yeah, and, yeah, and I just I'm a very like strangely delicate person, uh-huh. and I'm very sensitive. I have a lot of abandonment issues. Yeah, and I was I have gonna a lot say of jealousy. Issues. It seems like you have abandonment issues, but I was gonna Majorly. ask you why. Why? Well, I'm adopted, so that okay, oh, okay. You know that ingrains my a lot of, mother is you know, adopted, and she has so many abandonment issues. When I left for college, she tried to kill herself. Jesus. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it fucks you up a little bit. It does. And she also me, had depression, you, so <laughs> you don't realize how much it fucks you up. Until later. Yeah. I suffer from some depression. I'm not a manic or anything, but like, you know, I do I do go through stuff. But I don't know. I have abandonment issues. Um, I have I have intimacy issues. You know, not only am I adopted, I was adopted by, I love my parents dearly, but they were smothering because they weren't able to have children. Mm. And they are, are also religious, so they really looked at me as a miracle. Oh. You know, um... Were you the only child of theirs? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Mm. So there's a lot of... really got smothered. Yeah, there's a lot of smothering. Um, There, you know, there are boundary issues, not not in an inappropriate way. I don't mean it like that. I just mean like there are boundary issues like with stuff like where my, my mom, you know, they came to visit me recently and my mom wanted to hang out with me all day, every day. And I said to her finally, I go, Mom, Oof. I'm not your husband. 
Yeah. Like, dad is supposed to hang out with you all day, every day. I am your son. We're supposed to hang out for a portion of every day. Right. You and I hanging out constantly, it's too much. It's too much on me. God, my mom you is know? like that. I don't think exactly. anyone is supposed to hang out with anyone all day, even if you're married. I think yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Tired that's, of that it's person a lot. real quick. That's crazy. That's insane. It's a lot. But, you know, my parents, are they're very worried about me all the time. They always point out the most negative potential outcome. Anything I tell mm. them. Anything I tell them. I told them recently. Are they I was, Jewish? No, they're Italian. Oh, okay. Almost similar. Yeah. No, I'm very both. Very similar, yeah. I'm both, yeah. yeah very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my mom recently, I was telling her that I was thinking about getting a roommate. I was uh-huh. like, you know, my Millie's kind of lonely and it would help me save money. And yeah. I, I just, you just know, have another I, person around. That you... Maybe just get a roommate, you know? And my mom was, and I was telling her like, oh, I'm talking to my friend. And she's like, just be careful that this guy's not going to screw you for the money. Like, it's like, that's. <laughs> oh, your mom's my mom. Yeah. Like. <laughs> And I yelled at her. I'm like yelling at her in the street. See, because then well, my shit kicks in. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I yell. I get ang- yeah. I get angry. I'm not violent, but I get angry. But so then, why even? I mean, just talk to your parents less. Then. I mean, like if it, if the yeah, if they, they always gonna get try upset? to because if that's for me, like when when people are just like when giving me negativity back, I just like literally ignore them for a little bit, and then I go back to it, and then I'm like, well, maybe you learned a lesson now. I try to talk to them less. Yeah. Um, At a certain point, I mean, do they get yeah. mad? I, I've been, I, I have a very similar situation with my parents in that they want to like hang out with me and see me all the time. And I hadn't called them in four days, and my mom like called me almost on, in tears. Like you can't even call your mother after four yeah. days. Yeah, it's really? crazy. Yeah, yeah, very dear God. It's obsessive compulsive almost. Oh like, my lord, yeah. it's bad. My like, mom will call me after. It's been t- my whole life, so I don't know. Oh boy. Else. My mom will call me after two days and be like. I just, you know, I just haven't talked to you in a while. And I'm like, I talked to you two days ago, Mom. There's nothing new for me to tell yeah, you. Like, creates, I'm sorry. It creates this level of anxiety. Yeah. Have you, do you, did you grow up wanting to please your parents at all? Like, really wanting to please them? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I was very rebellious, um, you know, and uh, I, don't, I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea. What, did, I definitely didn't. Show them a lot of respect growing up. Oh, okay. Um, there was, and they they support everything I do. I mean, you know, everything I do is well, that's good. Brilliant You're lucky. to that's, them. That's Even though they're great. religious, they're cool with all the comedy. Oh, very much so. Okay, that's great. Very much so. How, they're very they, proud of it. How mm-hmm. did they teach you about sex? Like, did they say anything? Or were they yeah, like, yeah, here, they, read a book. Know, they gave me these, these books to look at when I was. God, I didn't get How old shit were you when you were adopted? Oh, like nine days old. Oh, a baby. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Man, I didn't get. Any talk, my I was hanging out with my friend, and my friend Daria was telling me that her mother, I hope she doesn't mind I'm telling this story, um, her mother used to call their vaginas buttons yeah. when they were child children, and her, she'd be like, yeah, my mom would always be like, clean your buttons, girls, don't let anybody touch your buttons. My, and she was like, I was five, who's going to touch my buttons? Wow. And, uh, I mean, that's a different story. I, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I didn't even get any nicknames for my vagina. My aunt and any cousins called nothing. it their butterfly. Nothing. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. I mean, my, I, I think that, I think, but I think that's also a bad thing to. You should always I call it, it called vagina. your vagina because then why are we using code words for it? Like it's something weird right. or dirty, right? Well, that sets the yeah, that sets a bad that sets the tone right there. I yeah. think there's nothing uh, grosser than when a girl has a nickname for her vagina. Oh, like a grown woman who's like, yeah, <laughs> it's babyish. You want to pet my puppy? It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's so gross. I had a girl. It's gross. 
text me once uh, about her kitty, and I was like, ugh. Ew, ew. <laughs> I bet that like, is gross. I bet he actually said that out loud. He looked like this. Like, I swear to God, I was looking. I, I, yeah, I did. I went, ugh. I went like that. <laughs> looking at my phone. I, I, I can't. Uh, I, there, there's something about... Um, uh, Nicknames for pussies. It's well. It's, it's well. It's, pussy it's, is a great name. I like the word pussy. Do you like the word pussy? Yeah, I like pussy. I, I think like, it's acceptable. I like when girls say like, cunt quite a bit. I love. You mm. like when girls say cunt? Oh yeah. In a sexual way, like yeah, you like my cunt. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the greatest. Mm. That's the greatest. Um, mm. No, the kitty thing or or whatever you want to call it, like it falls under the Hoo-ha. umbrella of like <laughs> fake, fake sexy forced sexy it's yeah like when, mm-hmm. it's like when you know i remember watching this porno clip once and the these two lesbians are hooking up and and the one look the one's like going down the other one and she looks into the camera and she's like oh you want this don't you and then she licks the other girl's vagina and goes mmm sweet dolce sweet and i was oh. like Oh, you're an idiot. And my dick just inverted what? into my brain. Yeah, it's just I don't like, like just when they talk to the camera. Oh. Well, it was well, because don't break the third. I don't like when they talk. It was like a guy. It was it was one of those ones where you know there's a guy shooting it. Like, right. it oh, like boy, right. the, the, the yeah. cameraman was part got of it. it. Exactly. Yeah, but um, yeah. got it. But still. I just hate that. Like somebody like tr- anytime anybody in any way comes off as trying to be sexy, I it is the biggest turn off. Oh me. yeah. Also yeah. fake. Uh, Fake female, um, and I only say female because I only date women, um, so men can't turn me off. Uh, but fake female confidence really bothers me too. Like when a girl tries to act like it's no big deal to me, don't get attached to this, and you're like, you're... Oh, that's an awful thing. When you know anybody. that they really don't feel that way, but exactly. Are you it's... really good at differentiating between the two? It's so obvious. It's like, it's like to seeing, you. it's mm-hmm. like spotting com- real confidence on anybody, you right. know, like. Real confidence doesn't need to be said. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like real when confidence talk, is something. Talk. Yeah, it's mm. just there. Right. But when somebody is going out of their way to point it out to you, it's just like you're a really lonely person and you need somebody more than anybody. Right. But you're too afraid to admit to that. You know? So now you're giving me this fake bullshit. And now yeah, I, I can't hate stand it. it. I hate you. I mean, it's different if you're having a discussion about it and you say, in the you know if you're talking about that topic and you say well I'm the kind of person I don't really I don't mean that I mm-hmm. mean like I've had girls be like you know like literally say things like that huh yeah I might maybe don't get too attached well it's like a it's shield like, oh, because God. it's like oh I'm gonna yeah. put that up so you can't hurt me what's That's that what what's is. that Mandy yeah. Moore movie where she's dying and she's like don't fall in love with me a walk to remember yeah it kind of reminds me of that even Bam. though she was telling the truth <laughs> I didn't even see that because she died that have you ever been in the middle of sex and someone said something like you're doing dirty talk and then someone like fumbles and you're like oh that was weird you gotta yeah, I just I, you took me out of it for a second. I don't. I've don't. I've never had that experience, but I've an experience <laughs> I, where I I've got a loss for words. I'm, I take I'm it too far and I scare mm. people. That's happened on several occasions. What's the scariest thing you've said? I don't know. I feel like it's hard to recall because when you're not in the heat of the moment, then I mean, I'm like, usually oh, drinking. Let's be honest. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I called last week's guest. I was like. I, I said something about his age, which to me, being Liked. older, turn on. But he was super sensitive about it. Uh, so I, so I said, I think I like said it like I called him like old man, but I didn't. I didn't. I said it in a nice. I, I mean, I'm, I'm. Did you say the words old man? I'm literally oh, yeah. You're on your man. dick. Obviously, yeah. I feel yeah. some. I'm not going to degrade you in yeah. a really mean. Who was and it? I didn't say it. Uh, Danny Palmer. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he, and how old is he? Uh, he's some 38. 40? Oh, 38. Okay. I don't think I know. Who is he? He's a, just a comic. He's a comic. Danny yeah. Palmer. Yep. <laughs> just a comic. Can I want to isolate I that sound clip and then just get, play it on a loop? <laughs> Remix. <laughs> who, 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 who is that? And he got offended because you said he was old? Yeah. He sent him about his age. But he's a guy who sent him about his age. For me, that's a big turn on. Like, I try to go 35 and up only. Oh, yeah. Like, that's... Oh, I, 40s? Mm. That, that's just what I like. So I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I didn't, and I was so confused. It's just the circumstances. And were I was such like, are you that... really that sensitive yeah. about it? Because yeah. I like that. That's yeah. good. I think people want to fuck you because you're older. Yeah. I'd much rather be fucking a 38 year old than a 28 year old. Oh yeah, absolutely. Did you hook up with him? Yeah, yeah. many times. Yeah. Oh, you already hooked up. Yeah, I was on his dick when I, that was set. When I said that to him, I thought you were saying you said it on the show. No, 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 no. Oh, oh he no. was on the show. He, he was, was on the show guest. last week. I was just saying that so that people oh, listening would, oh, okay. would well, know that's... who I was talking about. Oh, okay, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weirdest thing a girl's ever done while you're fucking her, or while she was fucking you? Any uh, weird moment? Cried. Oh no! What you do, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything. I've, I've, I've. A few times been there. with girls where right after the sex happened or ended, they start crying. Because it was so beautiful or because they were no, regretted? No, <laughs> He's no, his not eyes. regret either. Not. Neither. Like, I'm, a, I'm very gentlemanly. I know I was... Yeah, I get respectful. a good lay of the land before I do anything. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. <laughs> you scope out the land. Yeah, I make sure, like... And I can adjust my behaviors. Like, if a girl's into more rough stuff, like... I can. I'm able to kind of go in that direction. If she's more of a gentle type, like that's fine too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I have my method, and that's that's all that there well, is. Well, because every coupling is. So I different. feel like some people do though. So that's good that you can adjust. Because yeah. some people, I've had a girl. Yeah. Some of my friends have slept with people, and they just off like the bat were like fucking attacked, like getting hit, and in, in a sexual way. But it's like, whoa, 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 whoa! I just met you. Yeah. Don't slap. Don't me open in the, with a pop to the don't face. Don't slap me in the face. <laughs> not a good intro. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the slapping, I won't. I won't ever do the slapping. Really? What if someone asks you to do Not it? Not in the face. No fucking way. Really? Not no even lightly? Oh, way. I love when I get slapped around. But when, really? when I ask for If it, it was my girlfriend and I knew her and I could trust her, then sure. But there's no fucking way I'm doing that with a girl I don't know that well. Oh, my God. I've, I've, I've dated... I've da- I've, I've Have you ever had that? Too dated many, to me like, crazies, yeah. Too many. Way yeah. too many. Oh, Wait, man. why? What did the crazies do? Did they... like? Did they trick you in doing it and then got they're, mad? They're crazy. They're crazy. They're like, they'll say anything to protect themselves. Oh. If, oh, that's the worst. If they feel in any way uh, uh, um, threatened, not threatened by me. Right. Threatened from, you know, like that's the kind of girl, like crazy girl is the kind of girl that'll say slap me and you will. Mm-hmm. And then she's talking to her friends two days later and her friends go, did you fuck that guy? And she'll be like. Uh, and if she feels cornered, that's the girl that'll be like, he slapped me and he did it. You know what I mean? Oh, that's and horrible. Of course. Well, girls oh. do shit like that. Girls guys do shit do like too. that. Guys do too. Guys do I've too. Met some crazy but no women are guys. going to jail over guys doing it. I mean, there's there's a whole other there's yeah. a whole other layer w- with men with sex with women that I'm not saying there aren't a lot of women that actually get raped, but like. There are a lot of false rapes out there. Oh, and I know, and that that's the worst. That is a fucking terrifying that's thing awful. to realize, or tel- terrifying reality to have to deal with. So I'm always very, very aware of it. And like I make sure that I know exactly mm-hmm. what a girl is comfortable with, who she is. I'm very respectful. 
Yeah. Because um, you don't want to get well, in this situation. No like that. fucking way. And it's on. I mean, shit. it's on us as women to. You can't. You can't be doing shit like can't that. Fucking. That's the worst. Because that's also disrespectful to the people who have been fucking raped. It's dangerous. No one's gonna to believe the people you. who have been raped. In fact, it's more than dis- It's dangerous. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, and it's why so many women, yeah, aren't, or one of the reasons at least, so many women aren't believed. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. so many women are, there was a kid. This this kind of put the fear of whatever into me uh, at an early age with this stuff. There was a kid in my uh, in, I guess one or two towns over from me, who supposedly had raped a girl. We were in high school at the mm-hmm. time. He had supposedly raped a girl. Uh, so her f- male friends uh, went. They found the kid. They beat him to death. Uh, they held him up. They held him up and beat him in the chest with baseball bats until he died. <gasps> wow. Shit. And then during the trial, it came out, she admitted that she lied and he had never <gasps> raped her. Holy oh, fucking shit. Then I knew another guy that actually was in jail on a false rape and then let out because the girl finally admitted that she had lied. God damn it. So like, That's um, fucking horrible. Those two things happened when I was, I was a teenager and it just scared the shit out of me. And yeah, I, was just like, I'm I never, would imagine. I'm gonna be on. Never uh, do anything that could I'm ever. Be on my toes with this stuff. <laughs> no, yeah. it's fine. I mean, what you're saying. Gotta, it, gotta it, make sure I don't uh, accidentally you always, do anything. It's always uncomfortable to talk about, you know, people, you know, crying rape when it didn't happen. But I mean, we just have to be honest. And if you would ever be making something up like that, yeah, don't, don't fucking. You're the fucking scum of the earth if you do that. Honestly, well, it's I mean, horrible. It's, but I mean, it's just, it's just another byproduct of. Of that aspect of the culture, like it, it, it's, it's. I don't even think it's so much like there are people that want to cry rape. I think it's just there are people are that want to be victimized in any way they can be, and yeah. that's just one of the ways. You know, it, I, it right, falls yeah. right in line with like how, why everybody's so lawsuit happy and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. That know? being said, if you have actually been raped. And you should say something. Say something. Say something. Yeah. About yes, it. I agree with that. Um, yes. I think we, we can all agree if you've yeah. been raped. Uh, tell somebody. Pass a note. Tell, tell yeah, because that's horrible. It's you know, it's a terrible we thing. We actually had somebody write us uh, on Facebook, and she had been raped when she was in her late teens, and she was asking if we did a we did an episode where um, a person that I knew had recently had an abortion, and we had her on. We talked about, it, and she was like, "I would love if you had like a rape victim on your mm-hmm. show, and kind of just you know." Humor where appropriate, but just talk about it like because she was saying <laughs> that humor in. she feels like a fucking ruined woman mm-hmm. or people have called her a ruined woman. But she's like, I'm a sexual person. I actually really like dirty sex. And it's not because I got raped. I just that's the kind of sex I like. And everyone kind of looks at me like a victim. And I fucking hate that term. I'm like, that's a really good point. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I feel like I know I know people who have been sexually assaulted who I don't know I feel like anything. a lot of people know what it's like to have been raped but if unless you were raped oh, I really well, don't unless think you, were, no. you would f- know that so no. people are just projecting these things on her and yeah and that's why people feel like when they get raped sometimes they feel like it's their fault because we're fucking treated no one knows how to handle anything and I hate everybody All yeah right. that's, <laughs> that's a summary of that I'm so sh- I'm stressed out um I this is something I, I want I should have brought this up earlier because now now I feel like we've all bonded and I feel like I'm gonna I'm like gonna be, be mean to you but um <laughs> Oh, here we go. No. Okay. So basically, I besides seeing you perform a few times, I knew very little about you uh, besides that you are notorious as being kind of one of the biggest male sluts in comedy. 
Really? I didn't yeah, know that about this you. Is, I've heard this from several people because I like to talk. Because, I mean, I, please, I fucked a lot of comics. I think we all know that. <laughs> we've heard there. I'm notorious heard, for this. Huh? Yeah, Wait, I know. Whenever we talk about, you know, because like, I feel like people talk to us about being sluts a lot. It's kind of our line of expertise. <laughs> and so, obviously, and I think it's more common to know who the female comics who are fucking a lot of comics are. But whenever male comic slut comes up, and slut, we don't use that word, but, you know, sexually exploitative person. Sure. Uh, your name comes up in well, one of the first few every time. I'd be willing to bet you that more male comics have said that to you than female comics. I might be wrong. No, you're correct. Yeah, I am. Because they're little fucking worms <laughs> they're little and and i i really hope i hope that they hear this i really truly hope that they hear this your jealous spineless little worms half of you have tried to hook up with the girls that you're shaming yeah. me for having That's, hooked up with anytime anybody calls anybody a slut it's their jealous right. no, and i'm a, we're and, a, i'm 100 on your side no no, no yeah. this is a message to these comics <laughs> Uh, I want to know who. And you were denied and got nowhere. You guys wouldn't know pussy if it fell out of a tree and hit you in the face. <laughs> You're that? weak. Why are all these birds dying? That's You're weird. fucking weak and don't know how to and and have no ability to 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 charm or get into the good graces of a woman. Uh, well put. That is that's really what it is. The, the, there's nothing. There's nothing more sniveling and jealous than a fucking male comedian. You a know, female comedian. Well, <laughs> female, female comedians are a little crazier. I don't think we're sniveling. We're not jealous. No, we're not that. I guess women. Female in general. comics are a little crazier. Male comics are sniveling uh, because they, all they give a fuck about is where, you know where their next seventy five dollars is coming from. <laughs> They'd sell their goddamn grandmother's ashes to get a. <laughs> To get the 810 spot at the comic strip. <laughs> Fucking worms. Uh, this is great. I'm sick of it. I mean, I've heard it for years, and every time it is brought up to me. I heard that you're you sleep around, you're like a male. I, I've heard I've heard this thing before about me being having been with in some capacity many female comics in the business. Uh -huh. I've, this is brought up to me many, many times. Really? All the time. Um, never on a podcast. I've never but, heard of it. Um, it's brought up to me all the time, and it's always all I have to do is press for about five minutes to get some names out of somebody, and it's always male comedians saying it. Okay, because they're jealous. Well, girl problems. The, here's the thing: the girl comics and I. Now here's my if justification for lack of a better word. Yeah, I'm 36 years old. Mm -hmm. I've been doing comedy for 13 years. It is the only world I have lived in for 13 years, and I would much, much rather pursue a woman that's in my field totally and, and try to hook up with her mm -hmm. or maybe date her none of it is 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 um conniving or conniving like or evil or anything it's like just that. like you end up hooking up with people you're working around i hear you i'd way rather hook up with her than some I say every week guys then then some 21 year old that i'm going to meet at the bar after the show mm -hmm. that's going to all night is going to be like you're not even being funny and like follow me and my <laughs> friends me here tell like, me a joke. i'm not Doing it, Dead. I, yeah. This is what I said because everyone's like, "Corinne, stop fucking comics." I was like, "But I want to well, fuck comics." Time. That's who I want to have sex with. Yeah, I like them. I'm attracted to them. I like funny people. I'm in the business of being professionally funny. So some dude on the street corner with a goddamn knock knock joke me. isn't really gonna cut it. But I have yeah. a fucking standard. I remember at first you were like, "I don't want to hook up with comedians." At the very very beginning, and then it's like, "Well, 
I, and I was telling you, I'm like, yeah. but that's who, but that's why then not? I put my They're hand in the candy jar great. and I went crazy. Yeah, right. but like if I was single right now, like I would fuck. There's so many people I'd want to fuck. Can't stop. Yeah. Because stop. I, 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 the mo, the biggest turn on for me is is that intelligence that comes with having a sense of humor and being able to make people laugh sure. and being pull from that. That's so sexy. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, and these, they're in your world. They're on your. These people level. are these people, and when I say these people, I mean comedians. These people are children. They're immature. You know, every time I hear a female comic tell another female comic, you better never fuck a male comic, my response is, oh, shut, shut up. up. Uh, and every time I hear about a male comic saying this about me, my response is what you just heard. Because at the end of the day, grow the fuck up. If I'm a grown-up and you're a grown-up and you're a grown-up, whatever, and we're out and we're having a good time, and I'm like, hey, do you want to go hang out? And you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. And you know what? That offer's been presented to me too. It's not always me fucking. Yeah. You know, these guys make it sound like I'm walking around well, the bar cabin we believe yeah. jerking off. We believe that one time <laughs> or two times a girl has asked you to go to bed. Don't Joe worry. Gross, we, the sure does we jerk off in my drink a lot. We believe you. I'm not saying like all the time, but I'm just saying like it's not, it's not well, constantly it's a one way street. Like I get hit on too. Uh, we believe you. Yeah, and now, every, and the reason every, why that's infuriating, though, is because you know that the or the reason that they're saying that is they're fucking jealous, and that you've seen them go after the same things that you like the same people. Two of the girls with. who I won't I won't name, but two of the girls uh, who told me this were completely hit on by the guys that said yeah. this about me to them. Totally, that and makes they so did, much and they sense. wanted nothing to do with those two guys. Yeah, and it's like so because they want to get you out of the way. So you're gonna hate me now. So guys like, are. Je- I didn't think guys were jealous like that. Like comedians kind of like, are. Comedians are it's a, guys pissing, a it's a pissing contest. Who you know? You, why they don't want him to fuck the girl? They want to fuck the girl. But if yeah, but won't guys fuck the same girl? Like, because I feel like women are more like, oh, you fucked him. Like I feel like yeah, not some that you guys would care, will. but not every male comic's like this. Trust me, I know some solid dudes who are doing comedy. Yeah, who are, who are real guys, and you know what? They've also hooked up with a lot of female comedians. Yeah, yeah. Those guys right. have have they, they get it. They get what it is. It's not a numbers game. They're adults. It's not an ego stroke. It's this is the world we're in, and yeah, we've hooked up with people that are in our world. Yeah. Um, it's always these little fucking, and I guarantee you, almost none of them were club comedians too. I can I I would bet money on that. I would bet that they were downtown, fucking. <laughs> downtown. And look, Try I play those rooms. <laughs> I play those rooms, but they were, you know, they were. It's always, it's always one of the alt guys mm. who well, I think wants it's to show a girl that he's sensitive. He's not sensitive. These oh, are just, right, right. These are guys he that so use so many girls, and I would never do that. Yeah, and these thing. are guys that You're use right. fake chivalry to try to get laid. There's nothing. Oh. They're, they're, they're just, just a complete fucking scumbag. Any chivalrous guy, like, nine times out of ten scumbag mm-hmm. scumbag okay so that being said uh are you when you when you just are just trying to fuck a, a girl let's say specifically a comedian do you, are you very upfront about it because in my experience with male comics my problem is they try to make it like we're gonna have a relationship and i'm like don't 
that's the you don't most have expensive thing no, to no. me if you just want to fuck please I, if there's anyone you can ask to just fuck i think we know it's me right right <laughs> you know like i don't think i've me. made any i haven't i actually said i hate being taken out to dinner so uh, why why do you think they feel the need to make up these like lies like so a male comedian he just recently told me he's like well that's what girls want and i was like i don't want you to pretend that we're gonna have yeah, a I relationship know. lies but, meaning like oh, i'm gonna lead her on to i'm think gonna take I want you a out to dinner sure. Or they say things, you know, like things like, I think we would work really well together. Just tell me you want to fuck me. Why are we? Well, a lot of girls, uh, you can't be like that with a lot of girls. And, uh, you know, but there's also, again, there's that fear because sexual harassment exists when it's towards women. It does not exist towards men. So, you know, you can go up to a girl and go, hey, man, I really just like to fuck. And then she can get a hair up her ass and turn around and be like, you know, this guy. But that's why I said specifically comedians, because I think any, I think you can say that to most most um yeah there's not as much I'm not, sensitive I mean, someone you know because sure. we all kind of uh, most of us said know that. each other i've said that i've said that straight out to girls and has what that, you want to fuck what has been your the response i don't think i use the words let's just go fuck but i have said like i've well, said like, i mean i don't think that's bad i know i know but i i've said like look we're both adults like do you are you telling me you don't want to do this like yeah. you tell me you don't think it'd be fun and that's an even you know better I mean? way to word that's it for a, a woman that's very smart yeah You're very smart you know and and sometimes they say yeah sure and then sometimes they're like no i don't know and, you know because right. and when and, and when they do say no or i don't know what it, it's because they're so goddamn worried about what everybody's gonna think if you know or i mean maybe or they or, or I, they don't want to. I mean, well, maybe. Well, in no. In the history but I mean, of the world, I think someone has maybe not wanted to fuck you. N- well, no. I'm not saying every. I'm not right. in any way saying every girl I've ever hit on wants to have sex with me. What I'm saying though is, is I, when uh, the girls I'm talking about right now, it they're like girls that there's like a flirtation happening with. Right. There mm-hmm. might even be some like making out. Right. Mm-hmm. And like you know caressing and whatever, and then it comes right. time to be like, well, let's go hang out, and then they start to get into. People will talk Image. and people will say this and people, you know, and it's like nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. And nobody the people who do. fucking cares. Right. Nobody fucking cares. Like if you think your career is going to be defined by who you've slept with, then you're a terrible comedian. Like, yeah. Or, or, or I'm sorry, if you if, if your career could be defined that way, right. you're just not good at comedy. Right. Because nobody gives a shit there are people far 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 more famous than any of us who have fucked lots of comedians both male and female Mm -hmm. nobody gives a shit Mm -hmm. nobody cares the ego in this fucking business that anybody's talking about them i can't believe i'm flattered (laughs) that anybody's saying this stuff about me in in a weird way Uh because i can't believe people care that much Mm -hmm. right i mean people discuss it when you're not there the kinds of people who care about these things are not the kind of people you want to fraternize with anyway so and most of these girls by the way i feel like i just should say this just in defense of myself most of the girls that i have slept with uh, you know being the male whore that i am um I dated most of them. Yeah. Well, like I said, I knew... I dated most of them. I knew you had had sex with Nikki Glaser. I don't know you dated her. This is, And this is just all... This is all gossip that I've yeah. collected. Yeah, Nikki and I, well, like... Just, Nikki and I did. I mean, we weren't boyfriend-girlfriend, but we dated. Like, we, we went out on dates yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And, like, we hung out a lot. Like, it wasn't, like, a booty call situation. I hear you. And even if it was, who fucking cares? I don't care. Right. But, I mean, my point is, is, like, it's usually been the way it is with Nikki. Like, it's usually a That's very, usually, like, mutually yeah. respectful, we like each other kind of thing. Right. Let's see where this goes. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't 
obviously always work out, but um, but very, very few times has it been like a one-night stand situation. And when it was, it was like the two of us were fucking shit-faced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that even being said, I, I didn't look at it afterwards like, ugh, glad that's over with. I'm never you doing tell that anybody? again. Yeah. yeah, it was just like... Cool. Okay, well, right, this happened. Um, maybe this, I don't know. This is, you know, and both we people feel sex. a little awkward or whatever. And it, right. it was, it's not always sex, by the way. It's a lot, a lot of times it's just hooking up. Mm-hmm. See, uh, people, I, 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 the word hooking up to me means fucking. It does. I mean, I, I would say hooked up if I just meet out, out with someone, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. Well, y- you seem to talk about, we're, we drink a lot. Y- do you drink a lot? Yeah, I've, fun. I've, yeah, I love drinking. I've slowed it down. Right. Um, uh, I, you know, you get a little older, you kind of have to. No, definitely. Uh, we hear but, you. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm a big proponent of drinking. I, I speak <laughs> out against giving it up quite often. So what has been your relationship in general with sex and alcohol? Because I feel like doing this podcast, a lot of times there's a lot of <laughs> blurry lines. <laughs> We've had to like, ask. Maybe I should chill with the drinking. <laughs> So, I mean, but it's so fun. Sober sex versus drunk sex. I don't know. I mean, sober sex, I think, is usually better, honestly. But that I'm it's usually nicer. having sober sex with people that I really, really like. And I'm just having kind of fun, casual sex when I'm drunk. No, sober sex is really nice because you really feel every be present for every connected. second. Part yeah. of it. Yeah, you're not doing like doggy style, feeling like you're going to fall over. Right. You know what I mean? That's, that's always rough. Oh, yeah. Well, you're, uh, if you're on your knees anyway, that makes you lightheaded. Um, but I like drinking and sex. I think it's a good combo. You know, there's a reason they call alcohol social lubricant. It makes the whole situation a lot easier. And um, I get very excited by the idea of going out on the town and it's suddenly 4 a.m. and ooh, we might make a few mistakes tonight. Like, yeah, I love that. Right. It's exciting. Yeah. Like, I like it. It's mm-hmm. fun. You it know what fun. I mean? Like. Um, I don't know. I think sober people are fucking boring. And and if, you know, and look, unless you have to be sober, which there are a lot of people, I have friends that need to be sober. Oh, yeah. And I respect that. And I don't think those, those aren't the people I'm referring to. Uh, I'm referring to the people that never have touched. A stick up their ass? <laughs> yeah, they never touched alcohol. And it's like, well, I don't want to hang out with you. You're a guy that like goes rock climbing. Right. No interest. <laughs> No yeah, interest. I know that guy. I totally know. And people that give it up on some sort of health kick. You know, this this Alan Carr thing is really big right now, the, the easy way to quit drinking. And you read this book, and he's like, alcohol is a lie, and you've been sold the big lie, and we don't need it. And it's like, yeah. Was that fun? I just had a lie? I don't think so. Yeah, and it's like easy for you to say, Alan Carr. Okay, I've read the book. I get where you're coming from. Nobody else has read your book. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's a, that's a real easy revelation to have when you're late, when you're late, when it's later in life and you're now married and... Yeah. yeah, we all had families That's and stuff. That's a natural progression yeah. of yeah. life. Yeah, nobody would need booze. I probably wouldn't drink if I had a family because I wouldn't need to. I would. Oof. Like, I'd have my <laughs> nights out. I'm not family. saying I wouldn't. Right, but you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, to, right, but the, that excitement of going out and going, what's going to happen? We're going to get, we're going to drink. We're going to, who knows, debauchery. It's I don't a know. Fucking blast. It's awesome. It's so much this fun. Business has become, and I mean really specifically comedy, um, more so than music or other. Uh, other 
you know, pockets of entertainment. Comedy has become so pussified. I mean, it really makes me sick. It's a lot of comedians. Now, it really makes me sick. Saying that we did get a we did get a letter saying that uh, we should stop using pussy. Oh yeah, as a negative term. as a negative because it, it's kind of Actually, like that whole pro- promo where it's like walk like a girl, run like a girl. At that ta- there's a Tampax right. commercial. And every or time I say well, pussy, it is because it has become such like a colloquial colloquialism that I do in my head. I'm like, ah, I shouldn't fucking be saying that. But just I'll tell you what, it's, it's, the, it's habit. It's habit to say I agree with what that it's girl also said. It's habit to I say totally this is retarded, which we should also stop doing. For yeah, all the uber feminists, word. for all the uber feminists out there that want me to stop saying the word pussy in any sort of negative way, when you make the same lead the same charge to stop dick. using the word dick negatively, then I will join you. Until yeah. then, oh, I don't damn. care. You heard it. I, well, I, I don't care. I think of it, you know, but I always like it's like a pussy cat, like. Yeah, well, yeah, but when I see someone's being a pussy, I'm calling them a coward or a wimp, which I get it is is I get it. I get what she's saying. I totally no, I, understand. I, I, and I th- and I and it's not something she she wasn't the first person to bring it to my attention. I bring it to my own attention every time I say it. But then I, just I but love then that the word. other side of me, there's like the feminist and there's like the comic side that's just like everyone's so fucking sensitive about everything. Sometimes people do shit and it is fucking retarded. I think Louis C.K. covered that. It's just like everyone has to be so- stop being so sensitive about words. Shut the fuck I up. Agree. And say whatever you want, and everyone can suck. My God. I agree. Well, I mean, also, (laughs) look, let's take it in the most literal sense. If I call you a pussy, it's like, yeah, pussies are soft and moist, and (laughs) and they have a lot of give. So if you're somebody's being weak, pussies are weak they're Even weak structurally they're structurally they, weak they're but they're the, also they're the baby highway because they like, push a baby out. yeah that's pretty fucking strong. well they're resilient mm-hmm. uh you know the, the pussy itself that isn't pussy pushing sure is the resilient. baby i don't think right so it's safe uh, to say you don't overanalyze things but it's like you know but then also <laughs> too you call a guy a dick it's usually because he's a fucking this Asshole. guy's a hard-on yeah. right he's got a thick skull he doesn't listen to anybody he's arrogant it matches dick right 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 I, it, gives a fuck no, it's like you know anyway yeah the point is is that comedy has become so fucking pure and dumb and safe and you know i read that saturday night live book years ago when it came out mm, the too. one with new york the, the, yeah the oral yeah. history one yeah i think I love we've all one. read it Aww. yeah yeah and it's fucking pathetic to me that like you read these stories about one of the biggest TV shows of all time and it starts out and they're doing cocaine races off the floor of the costume room you know and staying up all night and it was like and I get it look John Belushi died and everybody thought they were invincible and that was a shock to the system and everybody wanted to pump the brakes a little bit but for Christ's sakes like it is swung so far in the other direction right. with with this 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 move the sobriety movement and fuck drugs nobody's even getting near drugs people yeah. are even drinking anymore and nobody can have a cigarette and and unless you you walk a hundred yards across the street into a field right. somewhere and you know it's like you, you gotta eat boiled chicken and quinoa at every grit? fucking meal and it yeah it's just like what the fuck is happening this whole stand-up comedy we talked about this yesterday on sam morell's podcast too so are you like, just recycling all your podcast bits come on I'm give not, us a fucking exclusive I'm here not, dude this is, this is stuff that's on my head i talk <laughs> in my head i talk about this a lot but comedy is supposed to and i think it pertains to what you girls are talking about the dangerous fun of sex mm-hmm. the dangerous fun of a late night rendezvous with somebody you didn't know you were going to end up with at the end of the night mm-hmm. that's a lot of fucking fun yeah and 
you know, um, and it's it's just, it's just going away. And that fun shouldn't be. Well, I feel like people are looking yeah. down on that fun. They are, and that's awful because don't they're not having that fun because they don't. They feel well, they, don't they have, have fun. to lead this this life. And yeah, going back to what he said about SNL, the, you're saying exactly. David Tell said that when he was there, like the one second that he was writing there, he was like everyone was acting like they were so awesome. They were having like one cocktail, and he was in the corner, like I know what real real fucking fun is like. And these are a bunch of people who uh, took a bunch of improv classes and. Now they go to Saturday Night Live and they think they're fucking fantastic. I've, Guys, this is Corinne speaking. I know Christina wants to be on SNL. Fuck everyone. Seriously, I'm so sick of all these people. I've, you used to want to be. You used to say, oh, I can't wait till we have our office at you, SNL. You know what? Years ago. And, and then, then I, David tells that it was lame. No, and no. And then I go, but it's it's so true because it's more from my experience at UCB that it's just like everyone, it, it just... I just, uh, you know my feelings. I just can't totally. with all these people and they're trying to impress well, each other and they exactly think they're hardcore what, and they're not. Exactly. It's exactly what Joe's talking about. It's like, why are you fucking killing my fun? Like that that grit is going away. It's disappearing and now we're all fucking killing. Yeah, and I love SNL and I love, I mean, I love a lot of the cast members on it. I love the show. I do watch it every single week. Right, it doesn't right, take right. away from it. No, I, I know what you're but, saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I would be miserable there, I think. Probably. think I would be miserable yeah, there. I, it's probably not the environment for you, it sounds like, but yeah. <laughs> I also don't work well in groups, so. <laughs> yeah, this is not a good thing. place for you to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think... Um I just think that, uh, that everybody, you know, it's just everybody is such, uh, I remember I did a, I did an Cry interview. Babies. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I did an interview in a documentary once. Um, I didn't make the cut, but there was a documentary. It was called, um, I don't know. It was some fucking comedy documentary that aired on Showtime. And I interviewed, I did an interview for it and I, my interview was at the Punchline in Atlanta, and it took place right after the interview of the guy that owns the Punchline in Atlanta. And so I was watching his interview, and he was telling these stories about the comedy condo that they owned in the 80s. And he was like, yeah, man, we had to sell the comedy condo and buy a new one somewhere else because the neighbors were complaining about the comedians partying, and we wanted the guys to be able to have fun. That's awesome. And he was like, it was, and he told this crazy story about John uh, Fox was fucking one of the waitresses that worked at the club, and she got arrested, and they had to go like bail the girl out of jail. And he was like, we went into the bathroom of the police station and did a bump. These <laughs> stories were insane. Right, that's awesome. And I sat down for my interview, and the first question was. So have you stayed in a comedy condo? And I go, yeah, and I want to know what the fuck happened. Because every comedy condo I've ever stayed in has a sign on the wall that says the wait staff isn't allowed to set foot in it. I'm oh. not allowed to have a party in there. No more fun. We're not supposed to be drinking in there. And it's like, what the fuck has happened? Uh, what the fuck sucks. has happened? It has become mall comedy. It has become strip mall entertainment. And there's no, there's no, Carlin has the great thing about dangerous fun. Like, you know, what are you going to do? Like sit around and eat at Wendy's for the rest of your fucking life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. go, go have a little dangerous fun once in a while. It's good for you. And I agree with it. And I don't see any of it in comedy. And I know I said earlier, hey, I'm getting a little older, had to pump the brakes a bit for, for with drinking. Th th that's my doctor telling me. You need to slow it down a little bit. You can't really keep up at a certain pace. Also, your hangovers get horrible as you grow older, as we are currently uh, learning. Well, my hangovers actually got better. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Your tolerance. You learn how to really, you really start to learn how to do I, it. I need to be drinking more. Uh, um, 
But you know, like it, I was it's, the only one not to have a hangover this weekend in Montreal. Just so everyone knows, I'm pretty, oh, nice. I'm pretty proud of myself. Very good, very Thank good. You. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm right. talking about young people. Mm-hmm. Young people. Yeah, you have know? some debauchery in your life, Jesus. Yeah, it's like where, where, where is it? It's like I'm finding myself got put to sleep more and more attracted every year to befriending like porn stars and stuff like that. Yeah, not because oh I want to have porn star sex and all these things because they seem like people that take some chances in their life and they seem interesting to me i'm like comedians used to be that way they used to be but not anymore. they used to be everybody's so fucking concerned about whether or not they're ever going to get it to sit at the table with chelsea handler that is true you know what i mean it's It's awful it's It's the death of fun it's, it's actually she She's a party girl. I was like, so. She's really she's, fun. Yeah, she's fucking fun. I heard. Yeah, it's a shame I can't stand her. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'd probably be good friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's maybe, that's maybe why. Maybe you have too much similarities. Anytime someone is like me, I usually hate the ground that they walk on. Yeah. Um, no, I just don't like her. She wasn't very nice to me. But. Oh, and that too. And that too. <laughs> that, you air your thing. grievances. Yeah. <laughs> Where can people find you online, Joe? What's your Twitter handle? Uh. Well, my website's joederosacomedy.com. Okay. Everything that I do is there. Um, most importantly, my new podcast. Uh, please download it, subscribe. It's on iTunes the on my website. He's here. It's on Stitcher. <laughs> it's called Down with Joe DeRosa. Nice. Uh, my tour dates are all there, too. Uh, I'll be at uh, Acme Comedy Club. When does this come out? Uh, Friday. 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 Okay, great. I'll be at Acme Comedy Club in August. And then tomorrow night... If you're in LA, I'll be uh, at the Meltdown. Maybe Allie from Cali will come see oh, you. God. Oh, great. That little cunt. Uh, yeah, I'll be at the yeah, Meltdown cunt. tomorrow night uh, doing a show called Can I Kick It? It's a hip-hop comedy <gasps> review show with Al Jackson and Tone Bell. I'm really excited. Um, and then at Joe De Rosa Comedy on Twitter. That's yeah, we'll, cool. we'll, put, we'll put everything up. And thanks for reminding me. I wanted to plug, uh, I am producing a show with uh, Blair Saki, who I talk about sometimes here. Well, now we know her full name, so sorry. Uh, <laughs> You're plugging uh, it, they're going to know. New York Comedy Club uh, tonight, Friday night. We're pretending this is Friday. Friday, July uh, 25th, 11 p.m. Uh, there's some great people on the show. Uh, Mike Racine, who was actually on the podcast, Missy Baker, Gary Goldman, uh, and Shaq Stanley we just added. Uh, so please come it's a code nacho for five dollar tickets uh and i hope to see you guys there i'll be there but not at corinne's show i'll be at the earlier show if you want to come see me <laughs> I, she didn't book me on her show but i'll also be at stand-up new york I on booked saturday a fucking gary goldman <laughs> sorry i get it um uh what, what what time is your show uh i think it's 9 30 9 30 before new yours. york comic club is that sheba's show yep okay mm-hmm. sheba mason sheba show mason. another friend of the podcast uh so guys please check out all those shows we'll put joe's information up thank you so much for listening yeah. this has been guys we, we fuck thanks for having me by the way you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome yeah, yeah. <laughs> bye guys 